we honor the name Jesus here tonight. For his name is a strong and mighty tower. And we run into it. And at his name, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess. Jesus is Lord. If not on this side of the grave, on the other, but it's going to happen. But Lord, we thank you that by your grace you drew us. Point in time that we would say, Jesus, we exalt you. There is no other name like your name. There is no other name under heaven in which men should be saved. The name above all names. Lord, would you come and declare your name over this city? Would you rend the heavens and come down? And bring a fire? Bring fire, real fire baptize us with your Holy Spirit and with fire in this place and as it says in Isaiah 64 and make your name known that your enemies would tremble come and declare your name You know, you know that story probably pretty well, but for those who don't, Moses, we were talking about him earlier, that deliverer of, uh, that went to Pharaoh and says, let my people go that they may worship me. He wanted to see God. And he said, God, I want to see your glory. And God picked him up and he says, listen, um, No one can see your face and live. No one can see my face and live. He goes, but here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. And this is what God said to Moses. I'm going to put you in a cleft of a rock. I'm going to cover you with my hand. And when I walk by, then I'm going to lift my hand and you're going to see my back. For no one can see my face and live. But that wasn't the end of the story, right? He says, and I will proclaim my name in your presence. So Jesus, I, I'm scratching the surface on, this na- on the name thing. When, when Jesus taught us to pray, he said, our Father, hallowed be your name. There was something, that, that's, the very, that's when he taught us to pray. This is, what, this is what you pray and how you pray. I ask for the name of Jesus to be a revelation to this house. And I ask that God would come down and speak his name over this house, over this city, and that it would make the enemies of God tremble. Thank you for your name.
said, whatever you pray for, ask for it in my name. In the name of Jesus, I pray for revival for this city. There's power in the name. Angela Zumak here on the front row. Uh, she's a teacher in the district, and at the odd time, uh, she messes me out of the blue. She goes, because oh. <laughs> like uh, she gets, she gets, she's actually getting kind of, we'll just say, targeted at work. Her belief, really targeted, and um, she's uh, like a substitute, basically, and she waits for the call, and when she doesn't get the call. And she's praying. She, I don't know who else she messages. Anyone here? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, okay. Come, come yeah. So she messaged me. And, you know, I, I, I'm getting not, I get a call from a guy, but the, the district superintendent says no. And um, so <clears throat> she goes, you know, I, I've tithed. I've done a da-da-da. But I says, you know, I'm like, and sometimes I'll look at him like when someone messages me like, <sighs> well. but something grabbed me. I'm like, you know what? In the name of Jesus, I agree with you. Breakthrough. And right after we prayed, right. Oh, but actually come up here, Angela. This is, can I actually come here? This is Angela Zimak. How long have you been here? Um, since the beginning. Five years. Five. All right. So, uh, and you live in... All right, Vernon, substitute teacher. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, you reached out. We prayed. We prayed. As and what? We prayed. As just as he was answering, she phoned. And there was still a bit of a, a, bit of a battle there. Um, she's like, because I was supposed to be in front of a teacher. He requested me. And so basically she was like, do you want it or not? But so This was after we prayed. After we prayed. What did she say before we prayed? Well, Nothing. She hadn't phoned. And so then... Even though this guy's asking for you... He already requested me. Yeah. Right. He already requested me to work for him. So no, nothing. And just as we prayed, she did phone. And then she was like, do you want it or not? So I did take it. But um, she phoned me back at lunch. Um, with, and she told me I'd be working full time at the school, high school I wanted to for the same guy. So I was like, thank you. Yeah. Such breakthrough. Such breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. But she said to me, well, I was praying though, but it's like, but this is what it says. This is what the word of God says. If two or three would, get, would agree. Reach out. Say, hey, would you agree with me on something? Let's, let's believe for breakthrough. And then pray together in the name of Jesus and claim it. Lord, it says where two or three are gathered in my name. There I am in the midst of, and if you would agree on anything, touching earth, it'll be done for you. Thank you. You're welcome, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Wow. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. His name is Mighty. Welcome to Kelowna Harvest Fellowship, and um, wow, February 20th, John Perk's birthday, if you want to go on and wish him happy birthday, 
And um, it's 220 today, though. Yeah, he likes it, but his, his birthday's 220. But 220, 2020, one year ago, we were all together somewhere. It's, it's a bit warm in here, isn't it? The last night was so hot. We've actually plugged the vents. We were just like dying in just the heat. It was just like incredible. Um, so uh, bear with us. We don't have a thermostat down here yet. We're not really in, in control of that. Um, but I, I want to show you something where we were one year ago today. So if you guys have a little clip video there, um, I've got a couple different videos, whichever one you want to throw on, um, if we could do that. I want to honor the Lord in remembering what he did on 2-2020. Um, they've been singing for about... 15 minutes as we're contending for our voice we're worshiping God we're using our voice just check that out okay before I start singing you can stop it yeah that's good because I it's my Facebook live and I start oh and it just sounds just like a crow um, I'll save you that was my Facebook live but we were leading worship a year ago remember that Wayne they wouldn't stop they just kept on and on again. Uh, the saints singing out. It, it was just, it was glorious. Uh, that venue cost us 20 grand a day. The sound cost 20 grand a day. We were in there uh, the second month, 20th day of 2020, um, contending for our prophetic voice, contending for our voice. And three weeks later, uh, the enemy would slap a mask, uh, so to speak, on the world, and we're in war. We're in war for the voice, for our voice. And um, it's going to get a bit worse, I believe. Um, but just hang in there. And you're being, you're, you're, you're got, you're being um, conditioned and trained uh, out of your uh, pansy churchianity that you'll only go to church if the coffee's good. It's like, that, that's not even church. That's not the kingdom. That's, that's, that is so not what Jesus died for. Or, or, or um, um, uh, I want to say, he roped you in, you know, grabbed you. That's not, that's not your destiny, is not to be part of that. Um, and that whole churchianity, uh, whatever you wanted to call it, uh, gatherings where they wouldn't even let the Holy Spirit move, it's over. And, um, but that's really bad too, because it's, anyway... It's, it's great and terrible. It's great and terrible days, you guys. Um, but something's happening here. Thank you, Lord. One year later, we're here. And just want to welcome our live stream audience and those who are watching and stuff. And um, wow. <clears throat> so we're in 2021. And of course, the story of Second Chronicles 2020 says, believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. That's a really awesome verse. So we were in Prospera place, looking to hear the voice of the prophets and saying, God, we want the prophets. But if you know that story, it's just like for him to say that believe his prophets were saying was, because at the time, there's like this small group of, of Christians, uh, Israel, God's people, small group, and this huge army there to wipe them out. And so, 
the prophets were saying, we know what to do. Huge army, and you guys got your fierce army. This is what you do. Send a music band out first. Send the worshipers out front. You know, um, they're expendable. First, no, uh, I don't know that they said that, but... And they're eccentric and moody and... <laughs> no. God was like, this is how we're going to win this battle. Don't stop praising or hide behind an army of guns and shields. Go out in front and worship me. Walk right up to the army, singing high praise. And... Um, and don't let anyone tell you not that 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 you're dumb. It might look like you're dumb, but you're not. You're going to listen to the prophets. Believe in it says, believe in God, you shall be established. Believe in His prophets, you shall prosper. And so this year, man, this is where where we we have said it here before. We're going to say it again. Whether it's in this room, in a cave, in a field, in a barn, somewhere, we're going to keep worshiping the Lord. And stay tuned because I can feel it in my spirit. I see something. I believe there's going to be a huge, uh, uh, huge um, gathering of hungry Canadians coming together, raw, just worshiping and crying out to God somewhere. And men may call it illegal, but um, God's going to ordain it and bless it. And, and, and I'm going to tell you, Lord, in this season, and continue to worship him. Now listen, if, if, if there's pastors or different ones watching or whatever, you know, and you're hiding, your people, you're doing it at home, it's good for you. Great. If you're, if you're, uh, <clears throat> but I won't, if you're not, I'm not going to say anything about you. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say, you know what, we're just going to see what happens. Uh, like Jordan's, was it Jordan Samuel was up here uh, last night or last week, he's like, there, there is a move of God and a wind, there's a, a revival coming. Doors are closed, you're not going to get it. Well, well, yeah, well. Oh. who's here for the first time? Few, one, two, three, four, five, just like this. Stuff. Yeah, welcome. Don't you know you're not allowed to be here? All right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Welcome. We're not here out of disobedience to men, but in hunger to God, obedience to his word. That's all there is to it. And, um, yeah, I'm the kind of head leader here, one of the fivefold ministry team leaders, Art Lucier, and, um, and it, it's, it's, it's just an honor to be in this cave worshiping with you guys here tonight. Uh, we got a few things we want to tell you about. Because uh, we're new, people are getting to know one another. I'm not, I'm, I'm not actually, we're not, I'm not going to bring a message. I want to see what God's doing and talk to a few of you, introduce a few more people. But I do have uh, some things, uh, some announcements going on next, uh, next Friday. Um, what it's going to be a little bit different for Friday, uh, uh, mind you. This is Saturday. Most of you to come on. If you're, the, you're not supposed to be here Friday. There's so many double dippers here, though. It's just like 
And they know, they come in the door, but I'm hungry. First thing they say, it's just like, yeah, uh, I just, yeah. but I just love it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> anyway, next Friday, though, we have a special event. Um, uh, who does not know about the Canadian firewall? You do not know what the Canadian firewall is. Put your hand. There's a few of you. You do not know what the Canadian firewall is. Well, guess what I'm going to tell you. So, um, Kelowna, when we did Prospera Place a year ago, we were supposed to go to Winnipeg, and we had an 8,000-seater um, stadium there ready to bring, like, French, English, First Nations all together, call upon God. And uh, there was 20 venues like that booked in 2020 for Harvest, for evangelism. There, a whole group of people like, let's go for broke. Year of 2020 is a year Harvest. Let's go after them. And man, the enemy did everything uh, to shut that down. And he did. He's going to pay for that. You're going to pay, Satan. You're going to pay. You're going to, you're, you're, say, God's going to get you. I'm telling you. You're going to get, it's like, Yeah. And because uh, th- what this is what the, it says, when the enemy steals, he has to pay back seven times. That's not, I'm not, that's not me saying that. That's the word. When, don't worry, I don't focus on the devil unless he's in my way. It actually says resist him and he'll flee from you. You're not supposed to run from him. So, but what he did was he put this whole thing on the world so we never were able to go to Winnipeg. So what we did... Um, we gave him a big uh, 24-7 firewall as a gift. And I want to show you, uh, a, just uh, can you t- show the not, the, not the clip, but the, yeah, this. So this is www.canadianfirewall.ca. Um, it's actually an app. So I think we have a slide there for the app as well. It's there. Yeah, we've seen it last night. So, um, it's, there it is. The Canadian Firewall is live. So, it's been going for over seven months, um, or eight months. This will be eight months ending uh, Sunday night. Eight months, 24-7 prayer. There's 168 hours in a the week. There's 168 teams on that prayer team wall, over 1,000 intercessors, um, uh, per... Uh, 2,000. Oh, I saw that number. 2,300 in a week. So between the 168 teams. Yeah. I didn't want it to stretch any truth, but I did see the number. 2,300. 2,300 intercessors on 168 teams. All, they all take just one hour a week. That's it. Anytime you go on, and by the way, you, you get the app right there. It looks like that, that icon. And you download the app on Apple. Or on um, the Google, whatever, um, for the uh, lower Android. Um, <clears throat> and uh, get the app. You just click it and hit Pray Now. And you'll go right in, and you'll hear Teams. Most of them are in English, but some of them are actually in French. Because we've included our French brothers and Inuit are on there. North of 60, um, the Inuit are on there. Atlantic, even the Newfies. It's awesome. There's some of the crazy ones. Especially Heather Driscoll. Just, those newfies are just like loud uh, and crazy. It's amazing. 
actually says in heaven there's going to be silence for half an hour. That's because the Newfies haven't gotten there yet because they're half an hour, Newfoundland's half hour out. <laughs> Don't be offended if you're from Newfoundland. Hey, bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the app... Um, that's one thing. This is, this is just a tool for you. You can put it on like worship music in the mornings. Yeah. And just listen. And you can even chat on there. Would you pray for this? And you can listen to the different teams. Uh, sometimes I've listened for four hours straight, just sitting, drinking coffee, spending time with the Lord. And, uh, but next Friday um, is this. We we're calling it a night with the king. So uh, it's a national night of prayer. We've done the days of prayer. Now, we already have 24-7 prayer going all night anyway, but this one's different, and, and uh, we're, we're, t- we're kind of hijacking the whole firewall for eight hours. I know that looks like it's 12, but that's 7 p.m. Pacific to 7 a.m. Uh, Atlantic is actually, because they're four hours ahead, it's only eight hours, but we're going to do the first hour on the Canadian firewall here live, streaming out, and there'll be, you know... Uh, I don't know, like there'll be quite a few people watching. So we're going to worship from here. That's going to go on to Alberta, and they're going to lead an hour. That's the Saskatchewan. And then when you go home and leave the church service Friday night, you'll be able to watch it and listen to all the different leaders. Um, so I won't get into that anyway, but just uh, there will, oh, it's going to be streamed to my Facebook as well, uh, all eight hours of it. And um, awesome. Okay. Also, though, I should quickly say, because some of you are new, who, who of you have not heard about the BC firewall? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of people that haven't, but they're not putting up their hand because they don't want to look dumb. That's fine. It's like, so, the BC firewall, and you're not dumb. It's like, come on, there's no, it's, uh, I don't know if we have a slide for it. But, um, Nicole, if you register, like, there's a BC firewall, you'll get a link, and I think the password's like harvest or something, but um, at noon every day. Monday to Friday, because now there's another team who wants to come on from Quinell and do, and it's like, I think, uh, uh, who does Mondays? Dave Lowe, Prince George, and then Colonus Tuesday. Anyway, it's different towns, and they do one hour of prayer, and you get to know people. You can come right on and pray with them, or you can just keep your video off and, you know, be scared, but it's like, you can come on at least here and be fart. So, there's a bit of prayer for you, because you know what? Um... Prayer's not just for uh, the, uh, you know, as I used to say, old white women anymore. It's not just for them. That's, don't be offended by that. That's all I saw growing up. It's like older white women just like <laughs> praying. Oh, that's not true. When I started going to my wife's church, there was older black women in there too, right, actually. There was, and a few guys too, but it was only old people. And before that, before I went to the Pentecostal, I was in the Catholic church, and the only time we prayed is when we were bad. Because you go to confession, here's your punishment. <laughs> go pray three Hail Marys and an Our Father. Wow, prayer's punishment. Okay, that's, that's interesting. So, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's the way to shift this city, shift your life and your destiny. So uh, we're going to teach you to pray around here. Come on, right? <laughs> okay, but that's, so that's uh, next, next. Uh, but on the 28th, sorry, we don't have the slide for this yet, but we're doing the last Sunday of the month. It will be down here. Um, no, it's not that one. It's going to, yeah, it's going to be 5.30 to 8.30. It will be down here, but actually, um, 
I'm going to be, I'm going to be teaching it um, on, I had the most incredible journey on being, being an orphan, and my dad was an alcoholic and stuff, but just, um, uh, and being healed, and realizing I, I was an orphan, and I, I, I'll just say this, I went to this, uh, whoever went to Toronto back in the day, like crazy, a few of you, you know, you go to catch the fire conferences, it's like, it's like, it's a it's just like God's just, it's just crazy. It's party. So I went for a couple of those. And then um, we, we, we didn't want to wait till the following October again. So we went, oh, let's go to this one. So me and my buddy went. So we went in the springtime, but it was a Father Loves You conference. Well, who cares? It's a party. Oh, I didn't know it was going to be like that. Like I was like, the Father Loves You. Like I didn't realize I had father issues. And it's related, it was related to my, uh, my, my orphan spirit and my identity. And so even as we train, uh, I need, you, you should come out if, if uh, you want to be here, my journey, and just we want to pray impartation and healing of um, being more connected to the Father. He's a good Father. And some of us don't really relate. And uh, so I'm going to be sharing. That's uh, down here, September 28th, yeah, at, uh, at 5.30. Anyway, down February, sorry, February. I was looking at it, but I said something different. Okay. Also, I did say at the beginning of this, ministry training was supposed to be last, next, next, uh, last week, March 6th. And it's very simple. We want to know who you are, but we want to deputize you um, to pray for people and give you the protocol, you know. And there is some protocol there for your protection uh, and for theirs. Especially in these days, weird days coming. You just want to, you know, so... All right, uh, that is uh, March 6th, Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Saturday afternoon, 2 o'clock. We'll send out a reminder, and it will be down here. All right, okay. So before we kind of shift gears here, I want to re- uh, take, give you an opportunity to sow into what God is doing here. And... Um, Receive your, your offerings, your tithes. You know, um, hey, Benji, why don't you come on up here, actually? Yeah, uh, yeah, you, Benji, come on up here. I know, well, you know, I just looking at you. We were talking today. We had an interesting journey, me and Benji. I went and I had this Chevy truck box that I was selling to this guy from Trail. So I had to meet him in Rock Creek. And we went to Rock Creek and we were talking all the way and we went and met this guy. And uh, uh, I didn't check the gas gauge. yeah. And so, I don't know, about uh, eight, 10 miles the other side of Big White, no signal. Boy, my truck, we're out of gas on the side of the road with no signal on the cell phone. Anyway, so we had a chance to talk. Uh, <laughs> God has done some things in your life. I know you've already shared here and spoken to some other things. But, you know, the t- a testimony on f- financial breakthrough. Because, listen, uh, especially in days that are coming, in what the government's trying to do, what the enemy's trying to do, in just kill jobs and, and bring recession, it's going to be good to know that God is your provider. Really good. You know, and um, so let's hear a testimony of just, you know, the finance, the goodness of God. You're a man of faith, and that's, you know, and that's, we need to be faith people when it comes to this and believe. We need actually to believe this word. What do you, put you on the spot, so say what you want. 
Well, I was actually in church last night, and uh, I think Art said something about financial, you know, talking to church and finance. I actually told Bill, I'm like, if anybody wants to talk about money, I'd love to. Um, you know, money is something that churches are often afraid to talk about. My journey started when I, when I got into the whole finance and business, and uh, I couldn't understand the whole nine to five. I, I truly didn't. I couldn't understand what, what people do. They'll work the rest of the, you know, 60 years out of their life to, to what? Enjoy 5% of it and just not do anything. And um, I was trying to find an easier way, you can say, but end of the day, I'm pretty, you can say, when it comes to working hard, I could be a lazy guy sometimes. So, yes, I enjoy my comfort. And uh, I remember, and the guy that was running the Bible study, he says, you know, test God in the, it, the most little, in the smallest, in financial. And I remember sitting there, I'm like, anything? He says, anything. Give all your burdens to God. I remember sitting there, and I pull out my credit card. And I'm like, well, I have $9,000 debt on this credit card, and I have no money. I remember lifting that credit card up. I said, God, you said, test me in a little. And I broke this. I said, that's your problem now. Little did I know how God's going to actually come through. When I broke it, I went in faith. I get collections calling me and they're like, when, you know, we're, we're coming after you. And I'm like, oh, I gave it to my dad. He's taking care of it. And they're like, your dad has nothing to do with it. It's your credit card. I'm like, no, no, you don't get it. I gave it to dad. He's going to pay for it. And yeah, they're like, there's something wrong with you, but okay, we're going to give you an extension. And honestly, I, at the same time, I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but it says mustard seeds. So I'm going to keep believing if what's the worst that can happen. But uh, not long after we get a, we get a check from the government for exact amount saying that seven years ago, we denied you of unemployment and like to reimburse you. So I don't know too many people that are going to tell me or testify that the government is lining up to give you anything. So but they will hold from you. They will hold from you. Exactly. So I, I truly believe guys, a lot, a lot of the time, a lot of the time people will, you know, they get a paycheck. They use absolutely everything and whatever's left, they'll take 10% out of that and give to God. When I started looking into the scriptures, when it talks about giving 10%, when it truly talks about 10%, in the, in the entire Bible, actually, when you, you know, watch Chosen, it uh, puts it in perspective that it was the law. 10% is what you give. That was your tithing, period. Giving happens after the 10%. And um, I honestly, as my wife, eh, she hated that, but I'm 10% and give 90% away. And let's just say it was not the smartest thing to do when you're married, but we tried that. And I'm telling you guys, when you do it from your heart, when you give to God, because as far as I'm concerned, when I give, I don't care what happens past that point, because I'm giving to God, God's kingdom. And what God's been doing in our life is unreal. God just wants you to have faith, believe in God. God will come through. If God's going to you know, give the water to the trees and everything else, as Matthew 6 says. What makes you think he's not going to take care of you when he created you in his image? Oftentimes, fear gets in the way. It's interesting that fear is mentioned 365 times in just the New Testament. But you're not creating perfect love if you have fear. Fear is something you got to get rid of. And oftentimes, we as Christians, God, 
I trust you with my family, with my health, everything else except just stay out of my pocket. I got my finances something I take care of myself. I truly believe that if you want to truly put yourself in the position of being a child of Christ, that has to be everything. Absolutely everything from your finances, from your family, from your health. Give it all up. Give it up. Because what God has for you is a lot better than what you can do for yourself. The more, the more I try to get into business and take care of my finances, the broker I get. The moment I give up, God takes the wheel. And let's just say I don't run out of fuel. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. I just said the otter came out today out of art. <laughs> it's good. You know, we've uh, made a point of not to do any long messages or sermons here on giving. Sometimes we've actually forgot it, basically, until they, oh, yeah. Um, but you know what? There, there's some of you are new to this, and um, it's all God's anyway. We're not saying give everything you got here at all. We're just saying um, we believe, we do believe the Word of God is like, there's a test there that says, give me the tithe and see if I will not open the floodgates of heaven. We want to see breakthrough for you. And um, just like Angela says, you know, I tithed. Just like, but then there still needed to be prayer uh, and, and breakthrough in the name of Jesus. You know, it's not, anyway. So, yeah, we, uh, we love to give and we love to give away here. And of course, you know, there's the, you know, our buildings cost and all that stuff. But that's not why we're asking for money. We want breakthrough for you. So I want to pray for breakthrough. We want to, re, you know, there's uh, what we call here at the Harvest. We have sewing machines at the back if you want to sew. And uh, there's, there's uh, the envelopes are there. And of course, if you, I like to just go right on e-transfer. It's so awesome. And um, I, uh, I, we, we give, I just, and just as you're writing out your ties or just as the ushers are going to come collect that, you know, we give to different homes we give to the pregnancy center. We, uh, we bought a bunch of food and did all the, uh, we did uh, 50 homeless dinners the other day. We want to show you a couple of clips of that. Um, but also there's, there's uh, we give to Israel. There's a, we have a, a family there that we uh, help sponsor. And a guy that Heather went to Bible college with in the 80s. And him and his whole family moved there like 15 years ago. And we ran into him in Jerusalem a year and a half ago. It was awesome connection. So when we go back, because we, believe we want to go back and rent a big place and worship there. Um, we have a guide, our own personal guide. and um, um, But there's also, I went to Africa five times in the Congo, and this, this one of these times that we were there, um, this uh, pastor who had traveled from Bukavu over to Congo with us, um, he didn't have a place to stay on our first night of the crusade. And so Tony, one of our um, elders, in, he's actually one of the directors for our ministry, um, he snores like uh, a drunk grizzly bear. Uh, big old drunk grizzly bear, if there's such a thing. But anyway, um, and just nobody can sleep, and so we give him his own room all the time. No, he can't share a room with anyone. So this pastor says, um, you got a room for me? Well... We do have a bed, but, you know, hope, hope you got some earplugs. Anyway, he comes in, this pastor comes in, um, and, and uh, demons visit him in the night and kill him. Uh, and Tony, my uh, elder, wakes up at around three or four, looks over, and this pastor has got his hands up in the air like this, laying on his back. 
And he goes, yeah, uh, uh, Reuben, Reuben, Reuben. And Reuben's not moving. So he, he says, hey, Reuben. And the hand was stiff. Um, and rigor mortis was already setting in. Believe that. And Tony had been a medic in the army. Rolled him over on his side and bile starts pouring out his lungs. And so he just starts praying for an hour in tongues. It's like four in the morning. Five. And uh, we, there was this evangelist with us from Chance to get him. And they pray for another hour. And he starts to come around, soften up, and he's coughing up stuff. And they call him back and, and uh, find out. Well, anyway, I, 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 uh, I always met for breakfast at 6.30 every morning when I went to Congo. And... Uh, I, I ran a tight ship there. We are 6.30 at breakfast. And they come in at quarter to seven, like, what, you guys are late? What's going on? And this one pastor, the, he brought in this pastor. He's like, didn't look good at all. I'm like, oh, what happened to you guys? Uh, he was dead. I'm like, oh, that's a good excuse, I guess. <laughs> for being late for breakfast. Uh, f- anyway, so find out that this, this, this pastor, eight years earlier, of a big work, going on in Africa, and he was being left out of it. So he spread false gossip and rumors about the, minist- the other ministers and tore their ministry down, and it collapsed the whole thing. And uh, so the demons, when they came after him at 2 in the morning uh, in the room, and he says, in the name of Jesus, get out of here. They said, no, we have a right to your life because you cursed these pastors and destroyed their ministry, and we've been waiting for you. Uh, now that tweaks your theology, Okay, I, I didn't kill him. I'm just saying he was, he was dead, and that's what he said. And we got back, but, and God let him go back, and the name of Jesus came back, and he repented. Um, anyway, we, I say all that to say, oh, by the way, it, was a really, it would have been really bad for us visiting Congo and, and to tell them that we've got one of their people dead in our hotel room. Uh, it, it was already a bad situation I don't have time to get into. I'll just say this. When we landed the first time, they called our names out on the plane, and they, called, they said if we step off the plane, they have permission to shoot us. And uh, because a pastor had been lying about us coming into Congo. So I stepped off the plane and uh, went and argued with some guys, and we had to go back, and it cost us thousands and thousands to get back. Uh, anyway, this pastor we've stayed in touch with, and uh, we're trying to help him over the years just a little bit, and I, we, we really re- reconnected. And so I've sent him a couple gifts, of money, um, because he lives in his, he was living in his car. I said, for crying out loud, get a place. Here's a, here's 300 bucks here, because it's fairly cheap over there. But he's been paying for his kid to go to university. So he sent me this picture. I've got a picture of him, Pastor Ruben. Um, so he said, I said, where's you living? This is in his, in his car. And so we, we're, we're going to commit to getting this pastor a house. Um, yeah. And that's, and, uh, Anyway, we, we like to, we like to, we don't always trumpet that stuff out, but we like to give. We like to do big stuff here. So just to let you know. Sometimes you won't know all the stuff that we're just doing, just giving away. It doesn't, but just, you know, but God's blessing us. That's one of the ways, you know, there's fruit. We sell, we have doubled in our finances in the last year. This church has tripled. God's on the move. People are being saved. Prodigals are coming home. So thank you as you guys give, and um, we'll keep you abreast of all the stuff we are doing, you know. And uh, do we have the, uh, did we all, the ushers already take it? Was it? No. Um, Justin and uh, I know see Kirk, big Kirk jumping up there. It was like, 
Yeah. Hey. Oh, we got it there. You guys got it. Anyway. So I just pray for a breakthrough in the name of Jesus for you personally. In the name of Jesus, I pray that um, finances that are being hindered would be unlocked. I pray for. I do pray for jobs. This is not. This is not weird prosperity thing. Listen, wouldn't it be awesome to pay all your bills off? That that's not a bad thing, and that's not demonic. Um, it's demonic to pay a whole lot of interest. I think it's like. Um, Anyway, so Father, I pray for breakthrough, inheritances, inheritances that are supposed to come through, uh, those uh, promotions, promotions, yeah, and where we're scared to let go and where we've got fear, I pray that we'd step out and trust you, Lord. Not too many places in the Bible does the Bible actually say, test me in this and see if I will not open the floodgates of heaven. Very often it's not good to test God. But there we're actually told that we should test the Lord. All right. Awesome. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, we, uh, you know, that, that event that we were just in Prospera Place where we brought Canada together, it's a, those are quarter million dollar events. And we like to save for those and just go boom and just bring First Nations, French, all kinds of immigrants, you know, uh, all the French speaking, all the, you know, English, everyone together. God loves that stuff. Okay. Um, last week, we were praying here. I, I just, you know, I've introduced you to some of our staff here and some of the volunteers that are around this place because it's going to take a while to get to know everyone. Um, but uh, last week, uh, Tyla, you want to come up here, Tyla? Um, yeah. In a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, all right, your good side. And the camera's right up there behind the TV. So this is Tyla. And uh, how long have you been here? Uh, about a month. About a month. Uh, so what brought you? Uh, the news. And we're rebels at heart. So we were like, there's an open church. We got to go. It's so funny. I met these people. Just came, They came in, new people. And uh, they said, oh, we, we met the security guard. We just said, and he said, what's the password? He said, uh, Rebel News. <laughs> Good enough. Um, so last week, I know I was talking to Travis, your husband, and, and you almost didn't come to church. Why? Uh, yeah, I was in the Emerge that morning um, with a kidney infection. And I have four kids, so I was kind of nervous about going to the hospital because it takes forever. And, uh, yeah, so I was like, there's no way I'm going. I don't want to go. And then my husband calls me because he was here for ministry training, but then got on the security team. And then he's like, you got to come. Like, there was healing last night. I'm like, I don't want to be around people. Like, I feel like garbage. I can't sit. I can't lay down. I can't move. And he was like, I'm coming to pick you up. <laughs> right on, Travis. Where is Travis? He's uh, security right there. He's like, come on up here, Travis. Come say hello to security. Come on up. Stand beside your beautiful bride. This is Travis, everyone. Everyone, Travis. Yeah. yeah. So I know because I was in the elevator with him, and he said, "Oh, uh, she's not well, kidney infection." I'm like, "I think what we say." We said, "Well, I think we said something." Well, she wanted to stay at home, so I was talking to someone, and they said, "Oh, on Friday night, you missed it. They were calling out healings for kidneys." So I was like, you're right. 
I'm like every time lately that that uh, we don't want to come to something or we don't feel like it or something tries to get in the way. And then we go anyway, we realize like what would happen if we miss this? So, so you phoned her and she, and you, you agreed to come, why? Oh, I didn't agree. me up <laughs> wow okay so i did i did see you come up for so what what happened i seen you come up for prayer just to, to, anyway what what did happen okay so i actually wasn't going to come up for prayer trav was like just go just okay and so i stand up here and i'm kind of just standing there and <laughs> yeah and and will came and they just started praying for me and i just closed my eyes and it was immediate it was like, this is going to be a little TMI, but I couldn't even like turn to properly like wipe myself. <laughs> it like hurt that bad where I could not fully rotate. And by the end of them praying, it was like my eyes were closed and I saw the blood of Jesus actually come over me. And I just felt this indescribable peace. And I just smiled because I knew, yep, you did it. <laughs> And then I could fully rotate. I could touch my toes. I can go to the bathroom peacefully now. <laughs> That's good to know. Good. Yeah. Wow. All right. So you, you think that uh, church is essential? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And God's on the move? Oh, yeah. We're watching it all over the place. I was blown away. I actually started crying during the service. Just watching how God's touching people and working through this through this ministry it really is amazing so welcome guys uh 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 travis and tyla welcome to harvest fellowship and just like yeah right on you guys yeah you're welcome <laughs> that's so awesome <laughs> what you saw that's i've never heard anyone say that i saw the blood of jesus coming it's just like, wow, it's just like so good. <laughs> Woo! Um, <clears throat> uh, the other night, actually, Thursday, uh, we, we had, we bought a bunch of stuff and everyone, we had, I think we got some pics, actually. You got some pics from our Thursday night. Yeah, there's all the meals being prepared, put um, en enchiladas. Uh, put into the baskets. Uh, what else do you got there? Any other? Yay. And we're all, um, yeah. And uh, fantastic. And all these ones came together. And uh, right on. It was such an amazing time. Sitting down, got to sit down and, and eat and, and meet some people. Um, and then they went out and hit the streets. But is uh, Christine... Christine, can you come up here, actually? I know I didn't talk to you either. Um, welcome to yeah, my, my world of just, like, putting people on. <laughs> Stand on your good side here. Um, well, I don't know. That's what, uh, what I'm told. It's like both sides are good. All right. Uh, so, yeah, how long have you been here? Oh, my. Um, about six months. That's a guess. You guys drive in all the time from? Uh, from Vernon. Yes. It's worth the drive. It's worth the drive. All right. Awesome. Uh, so you, you were part of uh, what happened Thursday? 
Well, um, it was basically going out on the streets, bringing me on people, and just, yeah. Did you enjoy it? Oh, I love it. I love it. Because God is so good, and Jesus is the answer. And he set so many people free. Like, he's, like, like, I used to have an alcohol addiction. And then one night, I just called on the Lord, and the next day, he's gone. That's, that's who he is. The next day. The next day. Nothing. I don't even, I can be around it. doesn't bother me. Nothing. And that's our Jesus. So if he can do that for me, he can do that for anybody. So, um, no problem. So what did you see Thursday night? What did you, any, any testimonies you want to share? Devon D, do you want to come? She shared last night. I shared last night. She already shared. Okay. You go ahead, girl. You, you got well, it. I was kind of trying to just keep an eye on things, and I didn't go out too much that night. But I did go out once and just handed a couple meals to someone. And I'm so excited that he's here. Yes. He's here. He's here. Aww. Right there, yeah. <laughs> Told you that. Welcome, man. That's awesome. Welcome. He, he doesn't mind. Just like, so now, do you want to continue in this ministry? Oh, absolutely. I've been doing this in Vernon on my own. Just, I would just spend time with the Lord in the morning, and he would just say, go. And you don't know where you're going. Or who you're going to see or what you're going to do, and you just go. And you just be obedient to what he wants to do. You don't overthink it. God gives you a... a just make the food good and go bring it up. And it's, it's as easy as that. You just listen and he will guide you. Sorry. That's good, Christine. Thanks. Thank you. That's just like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make the food good. <laughs> it was, uh, I, I don't think Devin tonight, right? It's like, it's like, you are. Actually, no, you, this is so good. Devin, you come up here too. Listen, because you were, you were part, you're, you, uh, you were, your good side's right here, man. This, this is your good side. Like, <laughs> you went out with them too. Yeah. How long have you been here? Um, this is my third week, fifth time here. I'm one of those double dippers. How long have you been with Jesus? Um, about three months, just under three months. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Any other good news for us? You know what? I actually became a godfather on Thursday, too. Um, wow. Praise God. Yeah. Um, 92 days today. Yes. 92 days clean. Session, because of God. Um, I'm in Bible college. Uh, I actually just gave Art my uh, last essay, and I get my first two credits as soon as I hand that in. Yeah. And you come, you come to our discipleship class here on, on, on Wednesdays? Yeah, it's the best. I recommend coming. Like, it's amazing. Like, for this separate women and men, and it's like, 
honestly, it's so informative and it's just, we're, we're coming, becoming soldiers for God. Like, yeah. this is the time. Yeah. So, like, get on fire, guys, because this is the time. We, we need to go out in the streets and preach. <laughs> hey, you went out. You handed out meals. Yeah. Uh, you, <laughs> you, you ran into somebody out there. Yeah. Who, who'd you run into? I actually uh, beat up a gentleman out there in the past, and I got, to, I got the opportunity to make an, make an amends, and you hand him a meal. <laughs> I'm sorry for beating you up. Here's a meal. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> well, right on, Devin, man. Welcome to Kelowna Harvest, and uh, I just pray that you fulfill everything in your destiny that you're supposed to fulfill. You and many others. Welcome, man. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so there's been times, the odd times, especially in revival, when God comes and then I can't talk anymore. <laughs> I'm close. <laughs> I'm pretty close, actually. I just started. I was like, oh. well, okay. So that night, though, that you made the meals, we were meeting upstairs and met some people there. Um, and I've been getting to know. That's why we have, uh, and we're going to try and do that once a month, I think. Just, like, get to know people, dinners and stuff. And, uh, but I met Candace there. Candace, why don't you come on up here, actually, um, and um, get to know all these ones. Now, um, I'll be, uh, this is the second kind of get-to-know-people dinner. And we, we did this homeless dinner, and we, we told people to come, and we'll get to know you as well. Um, and uh, that's you guys. Look at those hoodlums with the food, like, with the stuff. <laughs> and actually, this is the second dinner that we did. And the first dinner, like the homeless, we found only three of them came. And so we, they had to go and like hand out all the food. But so I sat down with people and I thought I didn't, I, I didn't know they were from our church. I said, oh, are you homeless? They're like, no, we're part of your church. Wow, so okay. <laughs> no, no, come on over here, Candace. All right, so um, we we so we just met. Just, how long have you been here? I've been here just over a month. Just over a month, and uh, so we just met up upstairs at the dinner. And uh, so, where did you used to go to church before? Well, this is my first church, my whole life. Uh, yeah, and I'll tell you, it's uh, it's pretty incredible um, how I'm here because at the beginning of this year. Not, <laughs> uh, never been to a church before, uh, the beginning of this year, um, you know, never been, uh, never had Jesus, you know, walking with him, and with everything going on in the world, it looked pretty scary, and I wanted to know the truth, and as you're looking at the truth, I often say now, you haven't gone far enough down the rabbit hole if you haven't found Jesus, and so, wow. okay. so me and my husband, we found Jesus, and uh Wave I your hand, husband. Bible. Wave your hand. There it is. Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> Welcome, I, uh, man. I opened the Bible, and I was just like, wow, this is, this is amazing. Where has this been my whole life? And just obsessed, you know, on fire. 
and reading it every day. And I thought, oh, great. Like, I prayed. I said, God, like, I feel like I'm supposed to do something here, be with my brothers and sisters, and nobody I know is going to listen to me talk about Jesus. Like, everyone thinks I'm crazy. Nobody wants to hear it. So, you know, send me a church. They're all closed down. Where am I supposed to go? i got to stand strong with my brothers and sisters. Sure enough, Brandon, one day, one afternoon, he says, hey, honey, I think I found us a church. And I was like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's a church, and they're being renegades, and they're still open. And I said, well, we got to go. So he looked, he looked, found the address, and, you know, sure enough, we, we got in touch with the church. I didn't have here back for a while, and I was like, well, we're going. I'm just going down there. And sure enough, Nicole did get back to me, and we've been here ever since, and it's just been amazing. And I'll tell you, just going from having no Jesus, and he came knocking on our hearts, and here we are, you know? And I feel like I didn't know what I was going to do through all this, but now I'm standing with God, and I'm pretty sure we can do something now. So thank you. One month. One month old. That's awesome. That's just awesome. Actually, Brandon, you want to come up here? It, it's, can you? I want to see you too as well. You're the one who found us, eh? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Scroll, scrolling through the Kelowna propaganda page, casting out there. And... It's, it's backfiring. Hey, Don, it's backfiring. Free advertising, I guess, right? Free advertising. Wow. So, yeah. uh, when did you find Jesus? Um, you know, my mom was really good about bringing me to church when I was a child, but like, like so many in my generation, I, I drifted away for a while. And uh, like kind of said, we're going down the rabbit hole and we found the end of it and here we are. Like, it's, it's Jesus. <laughs> it's so simple. It doesn't have to be so hard, right? It's easy. <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> this is what God is doing. He's bringing the lost and the prodigals home. This is so amazing. Um, just stand with your wife there. I just, I just want to pray for you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Brandon and Candace, can we pray for them? And the, the, like this, God is just putting something in the hearts of lost people. This is like, can we, can we just say thank you, Jesus? Like, just like, so, Father, I just pray for Brandon and Candace, for their destiny, for their journey. Father, I thank you that you forgive them of all of their sins, and you're made, you've made them a new creation. Their spirits are now alive. The Word of God is alive. I pray that you would give them understanding, give them knowledge, put them on the fast track with you, Jesus. Put them in a fast track. Download truth to them. Download faith to them, Lord God. Download the gifts of your Spirit, O oh God, and bring them to that fast track of developing character, and ability to stand in the days of trials. Lord God, that no matter what comes, they're going to be able to stand for you and stand for the Jesus name. And we declare that over them in Jesus name. In Jesus name. Yeah, so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's. <clears throat> wow. Uh. I, I don't know what to say. Thank you guys, though. But you're, you're oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I forgot about those days where he used to lay hands and blow on people and all that stuff and, and eat cake after he blew out the candles. Um, 
<laughs> they don't really have to leave, I guess. Um, but thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing. This is, this is, this is, uh, this is, this is, it's incredible. And, and Lord, we, uh, we don't want it to end, but God, would you rescue our friends? in our family? Would you show them the truth? Would you show up to our friends? And Would you show up to the people of Kelowna? Those watching online, I pray for an explosion of revival and people getting saved uh, in all the churches that would be open and take them. And I pray that the church would open up. Stand up, we say. Open up in Jesus' name. We're just going to, I, I, I know we could do more. I just, um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to just pray for some people here at the end. Just, I know that kids are upstairs and they're probably going to, it's going to be time to go soon and stuff. You know, in the midst of this, we just, you know, uh, a year ago we would run 60, 80 people on a Saturday night. We had one Saturday night service somewhere there, you know, and so what God's doing is tripled the people. Um, and and so you know that this is we've never been here before so this is new to us too and we ask for grace from you and prayers and understanding for what to do how to how to release you guys and you know we're we're already you know we get a new meeting space and we're full and uh you know what is so we need to believe and pray for and support one another uh i said i shared this last night you know i've seen a lot of uh, when revival hits or when churches is, you know, it's going good. The enemy can get in there though. I'll tell you one of the ways it's, it's through gossip. And so I just want you to know if, if there's like one of our fivefold team, you know, one of our leaders here or staff or whatever, you know, and if someone comes out, Oh, you know, uh, I got an issue. You know, they did this and I got an issue with them. What you, I, I honestly, this is what you do. This is for the new people too. I'll say, Oh, I believe that they're good people. They do probably make mistakes. Let's go to them. I'll go with you. Let's go and talk to them. I know if they made, if Art makes some, made a mistake, he'll, he'll apologize. Unless he's right. He probably won't. But anyway, I just like, <laughs> I know I'm going to say some things in Bible study and all kinds of stuff that, you know, some people think, is he preaching at me? No, I'm just talking about the truth. I'm not thinking of you. You know, so God will come and maybe poke some things, but, but listen, and at the same time, we're not all perfect. You know, but if someone comes to you and just, just say, hey, let's go talk to them. But if they, oh, no, no, I don't want to talk with, well, then, well, then don't tell me. You're just spreading gossip, and you're just trying to, the enemy wants to use your hurt or misunderstanding or, or uh, to drive wedges. Because as great as what God is doing, and wants to, the enemy wants to come in. And this is one of the greatest ways the enemy uh, can destroy churches. And to cause you to look cross-eyed at people by bringing... The Bible actually says, don't even entertain. This is what Paul said, New Testament. Don't entertain an, an accusation. Don't entertain it against an elder. Unless it's by two or three witnesses. Hey, if something bad happens here, something needs to be dealt with, we'll deal with it. But it doesn't need to take any to destroy you. It really, really doesn't. You know, 
I mean, as long as we're all up, up and up. And, and we pray for us. Pray for this leadership. We need to know the way to go. Yeah. You know, right, Hal? Yeah. It's like, yeah, so, um, yeah. And that goes, you know, for anyone, any of your friends, you know, let's, maybe you're used to it if, if for your former life or before you became a Christian, you know, someone rubs you the wrong way and you start to talk to, about them to people, don't do it. God doesn't like it. You want to stay in favor with God. Don't speak against his body. He loves those people you're talking about. You're talking about his kids. You're his kid too, but those are his, his kids too. Don't, don't bring that upon yourself, you know. So let's, let's, let's keep unity, even if we make mistakes. Like, let's say we decide, uh, we're going to go and, 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 and rent that building. And then we do, and something happened, it wrecks like a, a month later. Like what we did here. Well, we spent $30,000 two months ago renovating this spot. And it looked like we were only going to get to use it once. Because their lawyer of the building got it and says, you are, you, if you meet again, you're, you're losing your lease. So we actually had to get a lawyer to send him a note and saying, yeah, no. And so they backed off. Praise God. But we almost, you know, spent $30,000 on one service. And if we end up doing something like that, and just, you have a choice. Yep. If we're going to make a mistake, let's make it together. It's, it just goes better. Then we're still a family. Yeah. We're, we're, when we're still a family, you know? And, you know, if Bill, if Bill gets up here and plays the wrong note, <laughs> yeah, you'd let him know, Wayne. But everyone else, you cover Bill. Yeah. They're just like, Ting, there it goes again. I'm out of here. No, just like, <laughs> happens all the time. You just cover it well, Bill. <laughs> um, <clears throat> if some of you do need breakthrough like you've been hearing here tonight some of you you need that testimony you need you need joy maybe you need financial breakthrough Maybe you need a healing touch like Tyler got. Um, uh, if you got to go and pick up your kids, we, we release you. And, and again, I just, my goodness, the volunteers here like Darnell up in the soundboard every Saturday night there. And, and we interviewed uh, Jonathan, our tech guy. There's a, one main tech guy that runs everything here and does all this in a lot of videos. And so that's Jonathan. We met him last night. We're, we'll say hello another night there to him. But, you know, Al behind the camera, all these ones, all of these people are ushers, security guys. This is, this is a family. Um, it's gonna, it has to, and it will be bigger than just a service. It will be feeding the homeless. And, and I'm excited to go outdoors. Yes. Wait till we go outdoors with worship, music, and prayer for people down in the... It's, it's, and it's not new for us. Three Sundays last summer, we said, let's just shut it down. We packed up the sound, threw it in a trailer, and we went, you know, somewhere. And, and we would do like a song, like U2 do a song, unsaved people are coming, like, what is this? And we do, like, you know, the goodness of God. 
And and we're and they're like, what? They're confused. Like this is like, and we had free food and a picnic, and we're like, what? What is this? Wait till they see you guys. And the testimonies, and then march everyone down for baptisms. Uh, I'm telling you this, and and you need to be part of this, and and if you need being healed up or breakthrough. Maybe just, you know, maybe there's some emotional thing. Like I said, next Sunday, we're going to be talking about the Father's love and, and getting rid of that orphan spirit. But, but maybe you need a, a touch tonight. We're going to invite the ministry team up here, and we're going to get the, um, uh, the guys to put worship back on. Will, our, our senior leader of our ministry teams and training. And uh, I'm excited. He's going to come on soon on, on an odd Wednesday night and teach on the prophetic, some other stuff. And because um, and, uh, uh, right now we have 70 people being discipled on Wednesday nights. And, uh, and we're, we're looking to do some fast tracking there. But if you need a touch from the we pray that God, his Holy Spirit, would go right there. Um, and, and what? In the name of Jesus, we agree with you for healing, for breakthrough, for, for your soul, for your marriage, anxiety, for all the physical issues that many have. In the name of Jesus, we agree with you for breakthrough in Jesus' name. Yeah. One thing I just wanted to add on to, you heard Tyler's testimony. That came about, uh, we had a word of knowledge about a kid, the right kidney. And I, we didn't give it broad, we didn't announce it from the front. We just were waiting here at the ministry time. And Tyler came up and asked her, what do you need pray for? Prayer for? She said, well, my right kidney. And uh, since we already had a word of knowledge about that, it's easy to pray in those situations. And boom, I've never seen anyone instantly healed like that. So that was just amazing to me. Uh, tonight, the only other one I feel is I feel about neck. I feel that people, someone in there, several of you have neck uh, injuries and they haven't healed properly, or you just you just perennial. I'm not talking about bad pain because of you didn't sleep well last night. <laughs> I'm talking about someone who, several of you who have uh, neck pain from a car accident, or it's from just even from the, the way your spine or the the vertebrae sits on the base of your neck. So if that's you, please come on up and. Uh, I'll pray for, okay, we got, to, we got a couple takers already, so, <laughs> okay. So ministry team, come on up, and remember, try and do it in twos, two, two ministry people praying for one person at a time, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leanne, why don't you get, come on up here, absolutely, come on up, and um, yeah, yeah. Jesse, you can come on up. Jesse, come on up. Any other ministry team coming? We need some more people over here, right here. Hal and Catherine, maybe come on over here. Come on over here, Hal and Catherine. Yeah, shaman the she she she.